Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There are seven house races outstanding. Six of the seven are in California. Ah. But the bigger news is that uh, the Republicans won their 218th seat, so they're assured of a majority. And uh, then there's seven races to go. Out of the six in California, two are... Trending Republican. So maybe they'll get up to 220 or so. Uh, it's the John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, another keyword is coming up in about 15 minutes. That will unlock your chance to win $1,000 in inflation bonus money. This morning, the big story, and it continues to be throughout the day, one happened to a bunch of police recruits at an academy uh, in the Whittier area, they included uh, L.A. County Sheriff's deputy recruits, but also police agencies like Bell, Glendale, Pasadena, El Segundo, and UCLA Police Department. Anyway, 75 of them were out there for a training run, and uh, the route uh, took them uh, into the street. And just before 6.30 this morning, in the area of South Whittier near Mills Avenue and Trumbull Street, there was a wrong-way driver who apparently slammed into the recruits. From what we understand, the recruits in the front of the run managed to swing out of the way of this driver, but those behind didn't get enough notice or heads up as to what was going on. 25 were hit and have injuries ranging from head trauma to the loss of limbs. We're going to talk now about it with the uh, Whittier Mayor, Joe Vinatieri. Mayor, welcome to the John and Ken Show. Hi, gentlemen. It's been a while, and it's good to hear from you. Well, tell us what you know uh, on top of the uh, basics that Ken just laid out. Um, I, I don't know a lot. Um, and, and as you know, here in the Whittier area, we have the city of Whittier, of which I'm the mayor, and then we have the county area of Whittier uh, that is basically uh, the domain of Janice Hahn on the Board of Supervisors. So, but all of us in this region have a Whittier address in zip code. So um, I, I say that because because I, I only know what our chief of police has told me, which is not a whole lot because this is a, 
a sheriff situation, a CHP investigation. Uh, but, but you know, you, 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 we all feel it because um, we're basically Woodyrites, and, and I know exactly where this happened. And I know that in the morning, it's in the, it's in the county area, it comes out of the city area and goes into the county, and it's a shortcut uh, from over the hill, uh, say the uh, 60 freeway, uh, sometimes you can you can uh, avoid some traffic on the 605, and you cut down Mills Avenue, and you take it and hits goes into Florence, and then you pick up the 605 uh, over in Santa Fe Springs Downey. So this is a a, a pretty fast uh, fast drive, uh, especially in the morning uh, for for people trying to avoid traffic. So um, it's just a difficult difficult place and i'm sure i'm uh, you know i don't know how fast he was going but i'm sure he was moving along at that time in the morning oh, the weird is it thing- curve is it curvy there or anything that might make it difficult to spot you know a car coming like that no no it's a, it's a straight shot right through there is a, is a is a very straight shot and he was going south down uh the next street main street is telegraph uh and a telegraph it does curve to the right the the irony of course is where this happened is within you know a couple hundred feet of LA County Fire Department uh, Station 96, uh, and so um, you know you had you had the firefighters there, but I mean it, it took a lot more than just uh, the firefighters at 96. Um, so, but it's a straight shot right through there. It's right, right by a uh, school also. Well, yeah, the weird thing is that you know the car crossed into the oncoming lane, and right. then, and then took out all the uh, all the recruits there, and so yes. we were wondering if. If there was a curve where you could easily lose control trying to navigate it, kind of like what happened to Tiger Woods a while back. You know, he was going around right. a, a pretty sharp curve and, and lost control. No, this is this is definitely a, a, a straight shot. And the car ended up in that uh, light pole right in front of uh, McKibben School. Uh, so, it, yeah, it's just, it's just a very, very fast uh, place uh, that people drive there. What's what's um, what's. Uh, what's difficult for all of us um, who, who believe strongly, strongly in law enforcement and, and how these men and women go out of their way uh, to take care of us is here you had a bunch of young recruits uh, who are getting, basically getting in shape and going through the academy. And I've seen them out there. Uh, the Star Center uh, is on Telegraph Road, which is probably, oh, it's within maybe a mile to mile and a half of where this happened. I've I've seen the recruits running uh, in that area, and they're they're getting in shape, and and here we have young recruits, and and right now it's tough to be a police officer. I mean, there's a lot of people just don't care for the police at all, and and it's, and, and and here these recruits are out wanting to to have a good job and and serve serve the public, and this kind of things happen. So it just you know it just really breaks your heart. It's, yeah, it's and we're difficult. hoping that this was some sort of an accident by this driver. We just don't know yet. You, uh, he did not. Uh, he tested a zero on the breathalyzer, but there's other possibilities, right. obviously. By, by chance, do you know any of the victims or their families? Uh, I do not. Um, um, as you saw, as you indicated, most of the uh, recruits are from other um, agencies. Whittier Police Department uses uh, the Sheriff's Department Academy, and we have a number of people it with your PD who are graduates of that academy. So, I mean, I don't want to say this, but I mean, we're fortunate that that one of our guys was not, or our gals was not in that, uh, in that uh, running at that point in time. But we do use it, so we we have an affinity for 
for the academy. And, and of course, this, the Whittier Police Department, as do most of the police departments, we have a very good relationship uh, with the sheriff, uh, the sheriff's department. Um, they work with us. They helped us with our homeless encampments uh, and helped us uh, take care of that situation. As you recall, when uh, Officer Boyer was uh, murdered by uh, by that individual, it was the sheriff's department that did the uh, investigation and, and handled all of that at that time. So, um, and, and we're, we're <laughs> the other day when, uh, when we had that humongous uh, pursuit, a portion of it was in South Whittier, actually it was near this area here. Oh, right, uh, that they, crazy pursuit, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. They, they came up into Whittier, uh, and our guys, our Whittier PD guys, were uh, assisting uh, the Sheriff's Department as they were in pursuit of that crazy guy. So we, we have a, a great, great relationship with the Sheriff's Department, and this is in the, in the South Whittier area, and and we've had, I had uh, somebody contact me this morning, and uh, we have a pastor's group here in Whittier, and they said, what can we do? And so uh, we put the head pastor of the group in contact with the, uh, the sheriff's chaplain program, and hopefully they're helping out that way. Uh, and so it's just, you know, it's just a tough, tough situation. All right, Mayor Joe, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. And good to talk to you, gentlemen. Thank you for, for highlighting our law enforcement officers. Right, Always. Whittier Mayor Joe Venetieri, and again, what happened with the police recruits actually happened in an unincorporated area of Whittier, as Mayor Joe pointed out, that's governed, I guess, by the L.A. County Board of Supervisors for that area. But um, it did result in some significant injuries. Uh, the injuries apparently range from head trauma, broken bones and loss of limbs. At least one of the five critically injured patients apparently is on a ventilator. Others may be discharged as early as uh, today, this afternoon, from the hospitals. Sheriff Ian Ueva said this morning that every class, typically we have EMTs, and even this class apparently had an RN who was a recruit, so they provided first aid right on the spot, and as uh, Mayor Joe said, there was a fire station nearby. They knocked yeah. on the door just a half block away, and then the other thing is that this guy did hit the light pole. They thought if he didn't hit the light pole, he might have run into more of the well, runners. They had two police cars. As Two safety. patrol vehicles work as an escort, yes. And they had eight road guards. Everyone's wearing reflective vests, but they think the car uh, approached them at 30 to 40 miles an hour. And some of the uh, officers at the front of the column were able to get out of the way. But then the SUV hit others. So 30 yeah, you to see, 40- when you're running in a crowd, you can't really see what's ahead. And then, you know, when the crowd suddenly breaks because well, people are dodging the car, it might be too late for comes the people. It that fast. It's going you know, close to 40 miles an hour. That, that's really fast. And you, and you freeze at first because yeah. your brain can't process what you're seeing. Now, they said the car was completely wrecked. The whole front end was done, said one witness. The light pole was on the floor. It was like three or four of us neighbors that came out because this has happened before. We've lived here 10 years. It's happened before, like where a car crashes into a gate. But we never saw anything like this happen before. All right, we got more coming up when we return. First things first, you'll get a keyword, which is your chance at $1,000. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, to no one's surprise, last night at 6 o'clock our time, guess who told the world he's back? Who? Not that he's been away the last couple of years. Yeah, really? At it's a an old ballroom at Mar-a-Lago, Trump announced he's running again. There was a country song, kind of, how can I miss you if you never go away? <laughs> He didn't. He get gets a lot less media attention than he did when he was president, but he was still out there, still doing the occasional rally. Uh, I actually turned on Fox and CNN just to see what they were doing with this 
I forgot it was the Hannity show, so he had it on, but he actually had a split screen because of the situation with Poland getting the missile. It was also covering that story. So it was kind of both things at once. And CNN didn't have coverage of the announcement so much, at least it was just after six, but they had a, a little round table I, of pundits discussing it. I listened about 15 minutes on the radio. Driving oh, you in, did listen to him, huh? Just, just for a little bit. I, I, but it, but it, was, it was the same. It was everything was the same. It, it's, you know, he tried to reprise uh, some uh, themes from 2015, 2016. And it's just everything you've heard before. And, but it just with not the same energy <laughs> and the same, like, style. Right. And, uh, he, he was reading a teleprompter. And it's just, you know, I, you know, he's an oldies band now. That's what it is. An oldies man? He's an oldies band. Oh, an oldies band. Right. He has a set of hits. He can play for an hour. It's everything you heard before. If you agree with him, it's comforting. But uh, there, there's, there's no new music. Well, he put out a statement, which <laughs> what's tough about this is, my God, the issues are there. Under Joe Biden, Americans are facing hardship, anxiety, and despair. Inflation is the highest in over 50 years. Gas prices reach their highest levels in history. Joe Biden surrendered our energy independence to a Green New Deal. He now begs for energy help from foreign nations. Our southern border has been erased. Our country is being invaded by millions of unknown people. <laughs> and, of course, the U.S. was embarrassed and weakened over the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan with 13 dead U.S. soldiers. I mean, it's 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 here. It's just a shame that. But but his personal, his personal issues, from what I've seen, fifty-five to sixty percent of uh, the nation doesn't like him. Uh, and he's not going to. I don't think he's going to be able to overcome that this time around. No, the way he won in twenty sixteen was he was the right person at the right time. After eight years of Obama, people were looking for a change, and particularly. Hard hit were like the blue collar workers. See, so what, he had the right message about bringing the jobs home and then the border and all that stuff. But. He thoroughly, if he had shut up after he lost, he'd shut up and just let Biden sink the country. He could come back and it would seem, he would seem relatively fresh today, right? Because you haven't heard him in two years. But right. not only did you hear him every day, so much of it was about the stolen election. And the insurrection. I mean, and and those two issues have long been burned out for most normal people. And if, if he just quietly packed up, gone home after he lost, he'd be in a much better place because people would more people would be missing him, and more people would say, "Yeah, he had better policies. He may have been a, a jerk. He may have been irritating, but he had better policies." But now his behavior has been so overwhelmingly insane that nobody wants to give him a second hearing. And you have somebody like Ron DeSantis on the horizon. It's like, you know what? Same policies. That guy's same. Hey, we don't know how many people are going to run, but early polling between the two of them says that DeSantis is the choice of most Republican yeah. voters over Trump. As much as eight or nine points I've seen. Now, he's got to run. If he doesn't run, then Trump could still get the nomination. And if Trump runs... Yeah, because who, Ted Cruz going to run again? I mean, yeah. really? If Trump runs, remember that crowd from 2016, 2015, and 2016, the Republican crowd. The names I see are all new names. I have not read old names coming back for another round. No, no, Lindsey Graham. No, 
No, I mean that was a that, see that was a clown show. That's the thing. It was enjoyable watching him tear apart all the Republicans because so many of the guys were sad, pathetic clowns. You're right. If if Trump had dropped dead uh, during the uh, primary race, late primary race, yeah, Ted Cruz would have won. Yeah, probably looked that way. Yeah. Uh, who was not there last night was Ivanka Trump. She and her husband Jared Kushner are sitting this one out. She's basically decided that um, she's living and working in the private sector in Miami. It's one of the greatest times in my life. I'm basically done with politics. And she's got kids. And she's got kids, right. They and, have three children together. Yeah. So there, there's a lot to do there. There and, is a lot to do there. And they've made, they, you know, they've made plenty of money. Well, I will always love and support my father going forward. I will do so outside the political for some, arena. For somebody but like But it looks her. like those Trump sons are all in because they are. Well, they got nothing to do. They're kind of, yeah. They don't have a life. attached to their father, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're dud sons. It's not like they went out on their own and created something, right? Yeah. So, you know. Is they, he still with Kimberly Guilfoyle? Is that a. Well, yeah. Remember they cut Donald her out Trump of the photo. They cut her. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She went to the, the Tiffany Trump wedding. She was there with her black dress. They right. cut her out of the photo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, another politician on the horizon. Maybe is the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, fresh off his reelection. Holy mackerel. He made a declaration today about the border. We're going to get into the details coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. In the drawing room, a group of suspects gathered. The detective has solved the mystery. Ladies and gentlemen, the butler did it. <laughs> You'll never catch me. The butler darted to his getaway car. But what he didn't know is this is a Nissan sales event ad. Wait, what? And his car is no match for the detective's Nissan Rogue or its standard VC turbo engine. Save on one of your own at the Nissan Thrill of the Drive sales event. Get 0% financing for 36 months on select models. Availability is limited. Shop your local Nissan store and NissanUSA.com today. For well-qualified buyers, 0% APR financing for 36 months available on new 2023 Altima Rogue and Pathfinder when financed through NMAC must take delivery from new dealer stock. 36 months financing at $27.78 per month per thousand financed. Actual down payment may vary subject to residency restrictions and NMAC credit approval. Not all buyers qualify. Dealer contribution may affect actual price set by dealer. Contact dealer for details. Offer ends 4 All right, if we learn anything new before we go away on the uh, terrible situation that uh, unfolded this morning in the area of South Whittier, where a bunch of police recruits who are out on a morning run as part of their training exercise got run over by a, a man in an SUV. And we don't know how that actually happened, whether he was high, whether he was asleep. He wasn't drunk is the only thing we know. I'm interested hit, in the drug test. He hit 25 of them, and several are in bad shape. We'll let you know when KFI News is on top of it, Steve Gregory, with the reports. So we'll, we'll anything we learn before we go off the air today, we will pass along to you. The Moist Line comes back day after tomorrow already. So you can leave your messages using the iHeartRadio app. Have you heard of that? It's, it's promoted a few times on the station, just a little bit. Uh, using the microphone icon to leave your message to the John and Ken Show. Or you can call the toll-free uh, Moist Line number, uh, 1-877-MOIST-86. Uh, the Moist Line operator says there are plenty of vacancies. See? Plenty of vacancies. So if you, uh, if you have... Something burning to say to the world. You can call the Moist Line right now if you want. 1-877-664-7886. And again, the uh, breaking news this last hour. 
Karen Bass is the next mayor of Los Angeles. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really down about that. Is that Tracy Park still going to win the council seat? You got one thing Just, left. <laughs> yeah, I, you know something? I'm semi-obsessively looking at that race every day That's, now. Because that, on, is, that is the last thing left. You're, because, you're one small bright light, right? right? Well, because look what we got now, right? We got, we got Karen Bass. Uh, uh, Vienna Wave is gone. We're going to have that Robert Loon. And uh, Gascon is still Robert here. Loon. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Robert Luna. Loon. Luna is Loon. Okay, Loon's, Loon's a good name. Yeah. Robert Puppet. Yeah, that's right. The, 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 That'll I, be his nickname. <laughs> now remember, we called Sheriff Vienna Wave a Sheriff Ballot Harvest when he first won. Remember that? Uh, you can win the only song. thing we knew about him is that he wanted to stop ICE from coming into the jails. Right. And we're like, what? These people should be deported if they committed crimes when they're released. Out of here. Remember, he did that. That's all we knew about him. And obviously, we were wrong. He turned out to be quite a different well, sheriff. And he was, he was fantastic on cleaning, cleaning up homeless encampments. Yes. Uh, so uh, Loon has to do something like that. He's yeah. got to do something. Kind of, if he's going to be constantly prattle about how he's working with all those uh, communist uh, county supervisors, I don't want to hear about it. So we'll call him Sheriff Puppet till we know differently. Yeah. Hey, you know what? The story also disappeared. The city council and the Kevin DeLeon resignation. Are they still showing up and yelling? I don't even know this week. I didn't pay any attention. I don't know. I, Are they I, still camped outside that house that he doesn't live in? <laughs> a bunch of losers. <laughs> nice protest. I, I told you. he was uh, I, The two of them. Uh, him and uh, Gil Cedillo. We're not going to leave. Uh, you Cedillo, were right. Cedillo's time is running out soon. because oh, Cedillo's only got over. a few weeks left, as yeah, does Garcetti. I think this changes over in December. He's not. You know what? People, when you get to that point in life, they are not going to exit so that the first line of their obituary is Gil Cedillo, who is forced to resign. Right? You don't oh, want that in the obituary. Right. You don't want the first But he'll still be in there. He was part oh, of a scandal it, involving, right? Sure, but that gets pushed down a few paragraphs. No, that could be true. And also in Wikipedia. You don't want that to be in your first line of the permanent Wikipedia page. Well, who knows? We'll be sitting here in a couple of years, and you we may what? be talking about Governor DeLeon. Yeah. Wait, not right? Hey, we ended All up. Right, it'll be four years for the next governor's race. We end up with a governor Newsom. Could it be any worse? <laughs> Speaking of Newsom, if Gavin Newsom becomes a plausible presidential candidate, you can see the world has gone to hell. We're going to talk about his wife next hour. We told you that the defense attorney for Harvey Weinstein would come after her. Well, what happened in court yesterday was even beyond what I imagined. He wanted her to recreate how she faked an orgasm to get Harvey Weinstein done with his business. He wanted her to show it in court how she did it. Wow. All right, we'll, we'll get into the latest on that case after yeah. the news at 5 o'clock. The Texas governor doesn't get as much attention as the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. The Texas governor is Greg Abbott. He easily won re-election over one of John's favorite politicians, Beto O'Rourke. John just loves Beto. Oh, Beto. I, I could spend all day kicking Beto. <laughs> really. So uh, two things he made the news for today. He's now sending buses of migrants to Philadelphia, adding them to the list of places where the migrants are being sent out of Texas. The state is overwhelmed. And here comes the headline. Texas Governor Greg Abbott tells Joe Biden, if you don't enforce border laws, I will. He invokes... The invasion clause of the Constitution, I'm not kidding you, and I'll read you that, to send gunboats to the border, build a wall, work with foreign countries on security, and designate cartels as terrorists. The only thing missing 
is an oldie but goodie from the John and Ken show where John wanted to moat with alligators. <laughs> Do you remember saying that years ago? Yes. I, I, I stand by that. A moat with alligators would solve the problem. And hungry alligators. Hungry alligators. Yeah, you starve those. Uh, he those. did invoke a constitutional clause. It is Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution. It forbids individual states from unilateral military action unless actually invaded or in imminent danger, as will not admit of delay. So okay. he is citing that saying what's happening here is an invasion. And I'm going to do something if the federal government won't. Now, somebody will file a lawsuit, I assume. And then a judge is going to have, have to decide if it's an invasion? I mean, is that is that the way well, it would go? He's put and, out this statement. What, he that? hasn't done any of these things yet. And what's right? the he's definition just... of an invasion? <laughs> is, it, is it an invasion, a military invasion, or is it just people coming in? I... <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, what does it say in the, in the Constitution? When they wrote the Constitution, what were they referring to there? You know how they always look at what was the intent, and they read the, the Federalist Papers, which has all the debates among the right. founding fathers as to what the purpose of this Constitution amendment is. And the judges use that to see what the context was in case the language isn't clear enough. He says he's invoking the invasion clauses of both the U.S. and Texas constitutions to fully authorize Texas to take unprecedented measures to defend our state against an invasion. The list includes deploying the National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety to arrest migrants and send them back across the border. Well, you know, much of this uh, invasion is funded and organized by criminal drug organizations, oh. drug cartels, right? Yeah. So if you have crimi foreign criminal organizations, like is an invasion, does it have to be a traditional military from a country? Or can you I, I, widen the definition to, hey, this is a, a massive criminal organization, very wealthy, loaded with weapons, and they're the ones who are luring and organizing and sending all these people over the border and profiting from each one of them? Well, last time I checked, even though it's a civil crime... Entering the country illegally is a crime. So, I mean, that sounds like grounds for calling it some type of, type of invasion, some right. type of criminal That's invasion. what I'm saying. It's, it, a, it's a civil violation, but not a criminal violation. Right. But in order, I know, but I'm trying to see what his argument would be to raise it to the level as if the Mexican military went over the border, right? Right. And you have something, really, this, 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 these drug cartels are more dangerous than the Mexican military. They're well... They're better funded. They have better weaponry. That's why Mexican law enforcement and the military don't take them on. The reason the drug cartels run amok is they're too powerful. They're psycho. They'll, they have no problem killing everybody in sight. And they got they got the, the, the weaponry to do it. And let's not forget the drug invasion. You know, we often overlook that when we're talking about the open border. What do you think we're being besieged with fentanyl and just so much drug addiction in this country? It is entering left and right through that wide open border that the cartels easily use to get these things into the country. That's just not talked about enough. So I don't know, you know, what, well, I mean, it's a letter he sent to Joe Biden today. Texans are paying the price for your failure at the border. Now with the Republicans taking over the house of representatives, and that also became a uh, news today, I would imagine they say, in addition to investigating Hunter Biden, that they're going to do a lot with the border situation, including that dopey head of DHS, Mayorkas. 
that they're going to put him oh. on the firing line. Oh, they're going to they're going to have all kinds of incendiary hearings because they're going to create a story for the 2024 elections. No one's going to accomplish anything when you, we're going to have gridlock for the next two years. Right? Oh, it's a lot of hearings and so, grandstanding, right. right? So, other than the budget bills that must be passed to keep the government operating, nothing else of significance is, is, is going to occur. So the Republicans have plenty of time to do all their investigations, embarrass everybody, and build the story for 2024. Right. And and uh, a great issue is either the massive incompetence or or just the treachery of the Biden administration knowingly, openly letting millions of people cross the border. They're doing this on purpose. I don't think they're that incompetent. It's not hard to close the border. Trump did it. All right. And he wasn't he wasn't the most uh, organized uh, guy in the world. Uh, Biden's people could do it. They don't want to. And I think that should be highlighted as as longly and loudly as possible. All right. Well, Daniel Gus at the Gus Report just emailed us to say that the L.A. City Council's on recess to go to some convention. Ah, in Kansas City, he says. Yes. Well, developers have maybe some of them wanted to go, so they recessed uh, the council meetings. The convention in Kansas City, really? I have to look up what that convention (laughs) is. And and what the uh, are the uh, developers flying them all out in a private plane and supplying? I thought they were worried about COVID because COVID was running around the council chambers just a month ago. Now they're going to conventions again. Everybody's yeah, they're going to catch something worse than COVID. All right, John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Did you see this link that Ray just sent? I, I just got told that he sent it. I just looked at it. New surveillance video shows a direct view of a wrong-way driver slamming into the group of law enforcement recruits in Whittier this morning. <clears throat> yeah, it's from a nearby resident's backyard, and you can see a grouping of several dozen recruits wearing white T-shirts Jogging in a tight formation along a residential street, there are two patrol vehicles escorting them from the back. There's little traffic on the street, and suddenly this Honda SUV comes into view, driving on the left side of the road, heads straight into the front of the group. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, it's Yikes. a little bit in the distance, but you can pick out the uh, the, the, the collision there. Uh, it says here, no visible indication it tried to slow down or swerve. The video doesn't provide any evidence of any obstacle or any clear reason why oh the driver was God. on the wrong side of the road. So he's driving straight. It's not like he swerved. He's driving straight right along the curb. Yeah. I thought he'd come from... I thought he'd come from the other direction at the last minute swerved. But he, he was riding, driving a bit of a distance straight into them. Oh, head straight. on. I mean, he took them head on. Oh, head on, yeah. Yeah, when you look at oh, it. Oh, it, it must have been. He must have been on something. Or he's some, I, I've never seen anything like this. I'm surprised. Like he, he got the middle of the column there because they're running, I think, four or five across. 75 oh, I of them. see. That's why he didn't get everybody because they were running wide. Yeah, it looks like he ran. He slammed right into the middle of the... Uh, I'm looking at it again. Whoa. Oh, it's horrendous. You see a couple people start to dodge. But wow. The and hell? I guess he then hits a light pole. So is he a murderous psycho or he's on some insane drug? He's only been saying he was asleep. Yeah, who knows what that means. He well, wasn't asleep. 
because he if if he'd fallen asleep and lost control, then the car would be coming at an angle on a curve, right? Because mm. the car would drift from uh, right to left. This he's running parallel along the curve, along the curb in a straight line. You can see the clouds of smoke. You can see debris flying, and you can see the people dodging. Then you can see the they aftermath. No Recruits rush in to help. Yeah, they had no chance. Too fast. No, they had no sudden. chance. It does look like he's going very fast. I mean, on a residential street, usually speed limits are anywhere from 20 to 30 miles an hour, but it just seems like he's going faster than that. Yeah. Uh, I think I heard there's a 25-mile-an-hour block because it's near a school, right? In fact, this is uh, – what somebody say? It's from a McKibben school. I think the mayor said that. Oh, yeah. And uh, – According to one of the reports, he was going 30 to 40 miles an hour was the estimate. But you can see no attempt at braking. Driving right through like they weren't even there. Right. Again, he's on the wrong side of the road. He's driving on the left-hand side. Yeah, that's... Makes you think it was purposeful, but... I wonder now. The only thing we learned is that he might have an uncle that's in law enforcement. That's the only thing I saw, but they can't make any connection between him and anything to do with this academy? Not so far. This is a 22-year-old man from Diamond Bar that did this. And all, apparently, that we know that he said was that he was sleepy. It's tough to watch. Yeah, it's I mean, it's, he just it's compl- good that it's from a bit of a distance, so you're right. not really getting the full horrible impact. This is just posted by ABC7. On their website, video shows graphic view of SUV slamming into law enforcement recruits. They're not releasing his name. I wonder if they're uh, searching social media to see if there's any manifestos. Ah. If this was another version of a mass murder attempt. It is bizarre, but he would have to know, right, that they're out there on that run. If he wanted to do this, he would have to plan this a bit. I Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be, uh, you know, maybe maybe they do that frequently. I, I guess every day they would do a morning run in the recruit class. So All right, we learn anything else before we go off the air? We'll pass it along to you. Also have KFI News covering the story. Coming up next, the Harvey Weinstein trial has featured this week the wife of Gavin Newsom on the stand. She's Jay Doe, Jane Doe number four. And, wow, the defense has been cross-examining her, and they really went for it on her allegation of being raped. By Harvey Weinstein. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. 
Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. 